Hello, this is Clara Schauver with Impacting Journeys. Today, I want to talk to you about dealing with dust. In Matthew 10:14, it says, If anyone does not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that house or town. In Luke 10:11, it says, We are wiping off even the dust of your town that clings to our feet as a witness against you. Know this for certain, the kingdom of God has come near. So in these entire passages, Jesus is giving his disciples instructions for their special mission, and this is part of that instruction to them that they're going to do amazing things. They're going to heal the sick, raise the dead, drive out demons. And then he says, well, and people are also going to hate you. I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem like the encouragement that you want from your leadership. Jesus just states the facts. He says, this is what you're going to do, and people will reject you as a byproduct of you living among them. And so the way you're going to deal with that is when you leave that town, you're going to shake the dust off your feet. And dust is inevitable. And this is what he tells them. So he says, people are going to reject you. And also, when you're among people, dust will happen. So as I was sweeping my floors, I thought about this, and dust comes from all sorts of places. It comes from us going outside and items degrading. It appears in our lives no matter what happens. And so Jesus is telling them, people will reject you, and when you're among people, you will pick up things in your life just by living among them. And then he instructs them to shake the dust off their feet. The Greek word is used in its ectanaso, which means to shake so vigorously that you rid yourself of whatever is on you or you completely cut off the relationship. So why was it important for them to shake the dust off their feet? As I was sweeping another time, I thought about this again and it became clear to me. Dust are particles from the past which need to be cleaned in order to live fully in the present. So when we allow that dust to accumulate in our life, we create an environment that is unhealthy. We allow the world to taint us with their words, their views of us, our view of ourselves, and our past experiences, sometimes even our past relationships. And the danger in it is it's preventing us from moving forward in the present. 1 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and see, the new has come. So we may not experience the same things as the disciples, but we have the same mission as the disciples. And that mission is to spread the gospel, and as we go about our lives, we have to shake the dust off our feet. Another thing that dust does is it distracts us. Matthew 7, 3 says, Why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye, but don't notice the beam of wood in your own eye? And when we hold on to past experiences, we prevent ourselves from fully experiencing what God has for us in the present, but we also prevent ourselves from seeing what God is going to do in the future. And sometimes we experience this in different ways by having trust issues and things like that, where we begin to look at what's wrong with other people. We have a misconception in our own lives. Isaiah forty three eighteen and 19 says, Do not remember the past events, 
Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. And the Israelites faced a lot of things that they could have held on to. But Isaiah is instructing them that to fully experience what God is going to do, they need to shake off the past, shake off the dust from the past, and live fully in the present, because God is about to do something even better in their lives. This is Clara Shaver with Impacting Journeys.